Hey, what's up? In today's video, we're going to talk about the crypto market actually crashing. You can see Bitcoin is minus 7.7%. We're seeing, um, and we're going back to the previous bottom, just start correcting today, right? While the stock market is also crashing. So we are pretty much officially in a global recession. I guess you can say there's just an array of red when it comes to stock. We're going to talk about how that's going to affect crypto. We're going to discuss if the actual bottom was 3,200 for Bitcoin or if it was just a local bottom. And also we got some predictions about the stock market. Um, is it going to really crash like it did 10 years ago? There might be a lot of good opportunities for smart investors and smart money. You know, wherever the market is going really up or going very really down, wherever there's a lot of volatility, that's where you see a lot of opportunity. So right now for the smart money, this is a great time to be investor and to be really sober about where we're going. So we're going to discuss that. Also, we got some predictions for Ethereum, saying that we passed the bottom for Ethereum. We're going to discuss that. And someone actually predicted what's going to happen to Ethereum all the way from August last year. So 16 month price prediction for Ethereum, for Ethereum. and so far he was mostly right. So we're going to discuss that and uh, much more. Also CZ Binance, added Ripple XRP as a base uh, trading pair on Binance and also they renamed Ether Markets to Alt Market. So yeah, and also we're going to talk about Christmas. So Merry Christmas. Hope you're having a fantastic Christmas celebrating with your friends, your family. Even if you're not, it's fine. Like I'm Jewish. I don't really celebrate Christmas. Like I'll celebrate parties and any reason to party. I'll definitely celebrate that. So, yeah, I mean, it's nice. I wish I could spend some time with my family, but it's fine. You know, at the end of the day, um, even if you're by yourself, make sure to enjoy it and uh, try to find people that you like to spend time with, even if it's not your, your family or even if it's not your close friends, it happens. Also, um, yeah, let's dive into the market today. Man, look at this. Look at the S&P 500, just red, 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 red. You can see also the Dow Jones is down... 2.91% on the day, just pretty much same as the S&P 500. Um, and then Bitcoin, which short term seems not correlated to this, is just going down as well. So we had the little rally here. We had the bounce from 3,200, boom, all the way to 4,200, 4,300. And then now it's unsure if we're going to go up or not from here. I hope we go to 5,200 per Bitcoin and then we crash back down. That would be great trading opportunity. But yeah, um, we'll see. So we got a discussion here about if Bitcoin, if that was the bottom, 3,200 was the bottom or not. And um, we got Murad Mahmoudov saying that uh, in his opinion, this wasn't the final bottom. It was just a local bottom. And uh, yeah, that kind of makes sense to me too. Let me see. He says, even if we go up to $5,200 per Bitcoin, 3,200 would still not be the bottom. It would just prolong the bear market. And uh, yeah, we shall see. Also the crypto dog saying the same thing. I think this probably wasn't the final bottom either, but for me, it's the same situation as $6,000. I don't pretend to know. I prepare for all scenarios. Yeah, we'll see. Even though I think it's gonna go lower, I am mostly in Bitcoin already just because I think it's very low. Just as a side note, I actually bought Bitcoin at 3,200, like some amount, so that was pretty cool. Also, uh, David Puel showing here um, an analysis about the stock market. So the S&P 500 is about to test a 10-year trend line on OBV, the cumulative testament of the victory of buyers over sellers since the end of the financial crisis. Hopes and fears, work and debt, 
dreamers and phantasms aware the roar, await the roar of a beast most majestic. America, Merry Christmas. So poetic, man, so poetic. So you see here we're about to test this 10-year trend line since the housing bubble that we had all the way back in 2008, back when I was in middle school. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, yeah, we'll see if we're going to actually go there, if, if this is going to hold or not. I hope it doesn't hold. I just want to see what's going to happen if we do start to crash. And yeah, we got Joseph Young saying something similar. Both the NASDAQ and the S&P are down 20% from the all-time high. And uh, in short, everything in the world is in bear market. Merry Christmas. Yeah, so 2018 was definitely a year to not be an investor. Pretty much anyone that was an investor didn't do that well, especially in crypto and somewhat in stocks. So yeah, I mean, it's crazy if you look at the stock market, if you look even at Facebook, for example, you can see that, uh, where are we, January 2018, here is 2018, the beginning, right? This is January, yeah, we were at, uh, what was it, How $178 per Facebook share, right now we're at $124. So yeah, being an investor in 2018 in general wasn't such a good time to be an investor. 2019, crypto definitely going to be a great opportunity. Um, stock markets, I'm not sure, maybe 2020 will be a better opportunity to invest in stock markets. They just need the time to go down, right? Also, we got a tweet from Leon Fo, Fo uh, sharing here his perspective. He says the high on Bitcoin was $20,000. Let's say the low was $3,200. That's an 84% decline. Look at the statistics. Since 2010, what happened after 1, 3, 6, and 12 months after Bitcoin fell 84% from its all-time high? If you're ever going to buy, historically, it seems now would be the time, right? So he's um, so he's kind of giving a very good argument that look like historically every time the Bitcoin crashed so hard it was a great idea to buy it and I definitely agree um, even though I don't think 3200 was the final bottom I still bought it just because I thought it was such a huge opportunity in the long term now I want to share with you something interesting about Ethereum so we got someone that I've never heard about before at Fati and uh, oh he has like 70 there's like 75,000 followers on Twitter. Okay, yeah, yeah, you never know that the space is so big now. Anyways, he shares his thoughts on Ethereum 16 months ago. And here's what happened. So he looked at the chart for Ethereum versus Bitcoin. And he said that we're, we put a low, um, you know, in 2017, right? And then we, at the beginning of 2017, and then we hit the whole time high in July. And then he started his prediction. And he predicted that we're going to go like this, right? And then we're going to hit... The final low for Ethereum um, somewhere in the beginning of 2019. So you can see at levels of 0.034 Bitcoins. And if you look at his analysis, you, you look at what actually ended up happening. I'll show you. Boom. Crazy faith, you crazy man. Even the dates are correct. You can see here that what he said was actually very, very accurate. You can see that the chart did something very similar to what he said. And more importantly, like the we bottomed around the same time, like the timing about the bottom was really good. So you see here, um, this was the low. And then after that, this happened to Ethereum versus Bitcoin, right? So this obviously looks pretty bullish if it does happen. Um, and yeah, just an amazing prediction. So this is something to keep in mind. Now, yeah, now if you look at it right now, Ethereum is 0 0.0334. And he called, he said, according to him, the bottom would be somewhere between 
0.034. Yeah, just spot on. So according to him, this could be the bottom for Ethereum. Um, I think Ethereum is definitely very low here, but I'm still unsure about the fundamentals. But then again, when you look at the market, it looks like the fundamentals don't matter that much when it comes to crypto. Um, and uh, it kind of fits with the narrative of the Ethereum Constantinople upgrade coming up in three weeks. So yeah, might be a good time to start accumulating some Ether. Um, very cool prediction for sure. Very, very impressive call. Let me see if there's anything else I want to mention. Yeah, I'm kind of waiting like for January or something to for the final bottom. I'm not so sure, like I might buy some now, but I think we will hit the final bottom maybe in January. I'm unsure about how that's going to go. We'll, we'll see. Also, the crypto dog um, made a chart called the Ether Bottom. Now he published it. Um, let me see. He published it on December seventh, right? Like three weeks ago, and he showed here this chart of Ethereum versus US dollar, and you can see that he called the bottom kind of around eighty bucks per Ether, and that was actually the the local bottom so far. Maybe it would, was the total bottom for Ethereum, but pretty impressive call by the crypto dog as well. Now, just to give you an idea about the fundamentals for Bitcoin, what's happening right now is actually the Lightning Network for Bitcoin is scaling massively. So this is the Lightning Network in um, January this year, right? This is the entire Lightning Network. And you can see that right now, this is the Lightning Network for Bitcoin. So this is amazing. So people don't realize just how much Bitcoin is improving. And it's becoming less of a risky investment with every day that passes by. It still is a very volatile, very risky investment, but it's much less risky than it was five years ago. It's a completely different thing. So I'd like to encourage you to remember that. Also, James Lop continues saying here, the number of known Lightning Network channels has grown from zero to over 19,000, while their capacity has increased from zero to over 500 Bitcoin during 2018. Zero to 500 Bitcoin, that's a lot of, that's a lot of money, right? That's more than two million, right? think so it's not possible to compile statistics for unadvertised channels so yeah you can see here the growth of the lightning network for bitcoin man while all the altcoins failed in terms of fundamentals um, bitcoin's just improving and improving it's awesome blockchain.co.com estimates by removing likely change outputs that over 410 billion dollars worth of bitcoin was transacted in 2018 averaging over thirteen thousand dollars per second so Bitcoin is definitely alive and well. It's definitely working. Um, and Nick Carter says their estimate is actually quite conservative. So, wow, this is an insane amount of money that is passed through the Bitcoin uh, blockchain. It's insane. It's insane, really. Also, we got a doom and gloom article on uh, Bloomberg saying Wall Street quietly shelves its Bitcoin dreams. So uh, Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, and many more built it, but they didn't come. So what's happening right now in the mainstream is that we're seeing attacks on crypto and um, saying that right now we're in the limbo and that uh, people try to build um, solutions, but now they stop working on it or people didn't come use it. And the thing is, in the short term, they're right. People, people still don't use these solutions right now on a large scale, but they are being overly negative. And uh, the truth is that all the institutional um, people in the space, you know, Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, they are going stronger into the space. And even if one of them is becoming less excited about Bitcoin and they're not working on it as hard, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are generally improving at a very, very fast rate. 
Um, so this doom and gloom articles don't have much meaning uh, in the long term, which is kind of usual for mainstream publications, you know. Usually you want to counter trade the majority, right? Also, we got Crypto Bobby saying, remember last year when people said that the Bitcoin crashed because people had to cash out to pay for Christmas presents? Remember all these BS narratives that people fed us saying like, oh, no, it's tax season. It's taxes time. You know, people are selling their crypto to do their taxes or now it's Christmas. People are selling their crypto to buy Christmas gifts like you would spend like $10,000 on a Christmas gift, right? So it's funny the excuses that are happening. And uh, yeah, man, now that I look honestly, that I look at the S&P 500, like if someone is saying this is because of Christmas or because of tax selling, I'm, I, yeah, I'm not falling for it. But I don't know if anyone in the stock market is anyways. Also, we got here AVB saying that Bitcoin XT was a money grab, Bitcoin Classic was a money grab, Bitcoin Unlimited, Bitcoin Gold, Private, Cash, SV, every past, present, and future fork of Bitcoin was and always is a money grab slash, yeah. I don't know if I agree with everyone, but I will say everyone until now, yeah, but I'm not sure about the future. We'll see. I mean, Ethereum was a fork of the original Ethereum, right, which was Ethereum Classic, so, um, which is also a controversial topic, but I will say it's not, it's not always, but it was until now, every coin that was forked of Bitcoin, yeah, I wouldn't touch it. Also, um, I've been on tech. This is not ICOs. This is the NASDAQ percentage drop from all time high. Money grab, question mark. And you can see here, GoPro down 95%, Fit 92%, Snapchat down 83%, Zynga 77%, True 66%. Let me see what else. We got here Facebook down 42%. Crazy. And then in the comments, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, man. Also, Bitcoin Private Telegram members not liking the news. In case you don't know, uh, Bitcoin Private just had the news come out that they were actually, um, they had a pre-mine that was hidden from them. And people didn't know about it. You know, Bitcoin's supposed to have 21 million BTC. Um, and Bitcoin private, the same thing, but then they had a secret mine and someone mined 2 million Bitcoin private coins, therefore completely screwing up the, the inflation and screwing up everybody that was holding it. So yeah, in the last few days, it just crashed pretty hard. Actually, not that hard. So you can see here, people are like really panicking on Telegram, finding out like, holy crap, like our altcoin was basically a money grab. Oh my God, OMG selling now and never come back. This better not be true. People are... People are going to get killed. Wow. Uh, we can't even sell. There's no buyers. We're all effed. Uh, suicide hotline. Here I come. The head Jacob Brutman. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Not a good situation to be in. So wherever altcoin you're investing in, just be really, really careful. Also, we got an interesting uh, thread. Let's talk about Bitmain first. So Bitmain is firing loads of people. Speaking of uh, money grabs, forks of Bitcoin. Uh, yeah, Bitmain reportedly sacks their entire Bitcoin Cash client development team. The firm is rumored to be planning to cut 50% of their workforce in the coming week. Merry Christmas, huh? So Dovi1 talking about it. They confirmed the layoff saying it's a year-end personal adjustment. Another source confirmed it with detail saying that the Beijing office will remain with only 300 people well, as right now, they have more than a thousand people there. So they're going to fire a crazy amount of people. They have 2,000 employees, roughly. Um, so they're going to fire at least, what, like 700? That's like a third of their employees, probably more, right? Um, so yeah, there's a lot of Chinese coverages for that. So it looks pretty credible. 
things don't look good for Bitmain and things definitely don't look good for Bitcoin Cash now that they're firing, uh, if they're actually going to fire their development team for Bitcoin Cash. Yeah, interesting situation, what's going to happen to, to Bitcoin Cash in the future. You can see Bitcoin Cash, wow, is the worst altcoin today. It's down 23.74%. Wow, man, they could start a massive sell-off soon. Like, it's possible if Bitmain is firing their Bitcoin Cash development tool team for whatever, there is a chance that they're going to, to give up completely on Bitcoin Cash and just dump whatever they have remaining, right? So this could be uh, interesting to see what will happen to Bitcoin Cash. I don't know. I don't know if they'll start dumping their old coins. I don't know if they can even get out of their position right now. They don't have the order book. It's not that big for Bitcoin Cash. Definitely a dangerous situation for Bitcoin Cash. And also we got Ben DeFrancesco doing a Twitter thread here talking about what happens in the world where the Ethereum DAI, a stablecoin that's pegged to the US dollar, what happens when that's global and you can use it in any country? Because what's happening right now is I live in Thailand and I use the Thai bot. Um, and maybe you live in Prague and use their coin. You live in China or Japan. You use all these different fiat currencies. But in reality, the most stable one is probably the US dollar. So, but the, re the reason that we use these, uh, these, these fiat currencies is because we don't have a choice, right? We cannot use the US dollar. So what happens in the world where now, uh, let's say three years from now, People are going to be to have access to these altcoins. Crypto adoption is going to be much bigger than it is now. Instead of having 30 or 40 million users, we're going to have 300 million users, right? What happens if you could use the US dollar in Bangkok instead of using their fiat currency, right? So this could cause a massive um, rise of the US dollar while basically centralizing the US dollar while crashing all of the other altcoins. Because if you look at it in the world, what happens usually is you have one or two companies that take everything. You have Google, YouTube, which are the same company, right? You get Amazon, you get Apple, Facebook, you get Twitter. So even, even Instagram was bought by Facebook, right? But the reason that we have so many fiat currencies offering the same service like money is because we are, they are controlling different regions of the world, right? They are having a monopoly basically on the fiat currency that's being used. But what's going to happen if suddenly we're, everybody's going to be able to use these stable coins and they're not going to be able to ban them. You cannot ban someone from using an Ethereum ERC-20 token, right? So what's going to happen then? What happen, what's going to happen to these governments if suddenly people are going to, if 20% of the economy shifts from using uh, whatever currency is in the country to using the US dollar or like it's cryptocurrency version of that, right? So this could cause a massive rise in the US dollar and it could crash like other world's economies. So this will be very interesting. Uh, let me see what else he talks about. Yeah, so here, if you were a Venezuelan right now, let's say you're in a country with a really bad fiat currency, right? We had some ability to convert your bolivars to crypto. You would choose DAI, wouldn't you? Why take on the volatility risk of Bitcoin or Ethereum when you can have all of the benefits plus the perceived stability of the dollar, right? So you go to your average person. We're talking about the average person. We're not talking about smart money here. You talk. You go to the average person and you tell them, do you want to buy Bitcoin, right? After Bitcoin just did this, right? Just boom, minus 84%. Do you want to buy Bitcoin? They'll be like, no, I don't want to buy Bitcoin. No, 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 no freaking way. What I do want to buy is I want to buy a stable coin, right? I want to buy something like Tether or Ethereum DAI or whatever, you know, they want to buy something stable. So 
They want to buy, buy something that's like this, you know. So this could cause uh, an interesting situation in the global markets. Yeah, very interesting thread. Also, uh, Pierre Rochard saying, objectively speaking, the Bitcoin Lightning networks are delivering more real-world utility than all the other crypto networks combined by several orders of magnitude. Um, I think he's right, but I'm not too sure. I think it'll definitely be true in the future as the network is going to continue scaling and improving. I think the Lightning Network, yeah, I, you cannot help but, but think that Bitcoin is very undervalued just because everybody is looking at other altcoins. Everyone is trying to find the next Bitcoin, right? While Bitcoin fundamentals keep improving so much. So you have to think to yourself that it has to be undervalued, even at a market cap of $60 billion or whatever market cap it is right now. Crazy, huh? Also, China released a new cryptocurrency ratings um, showing their, it's pretty much a government-sponsored ranking of their major altcoins. So they basically released their favorite cryptocurrencies and then they put Bitcoin at place uh, 18. They gave it the 18th place. While they give the top spot to EOS, which is interestingly enough, 100% centralized altcoin, right? So a government that likes a centralized altcoin, huh? That's surprising, right? So they gave it the number one spot. Pretty funny to me. Also, we got the Italian financial regulator, someone in Italy, issuing a cease and desist order to a project related to crypto. So just some more projects shutting down. Also, we got at least 340 UK crypto or blockchain companies stopping operations in 2018, according to a report. Take it with a grain of salt, but I wouldn't be surprised if really this amount of uh, crypto companies shut down in 2018. I mean, the entire space is completely wrecked. Um, there's no doubt about it. I think it's pretty awesome to see this happening. Also, in terms of actual development, um, this is important. We got here Nick Sullivan. Now, Nick works at Cloudflare. Now, Cloudflare, in case you don't know, is a really big company. Um, they are offering some services related to hosting, help build a better internet. It's a huge company. Now, it turns out, so he's the head of crypto there. So apparently they are open to crypto. And here's what he says. So he called out the Ethereum researchers and saying that Cloudflare is very interested in working with you on how to bridge the gap between the traditional and decentralized internet. Here's a blog post. Da, da, da. So um, they are looking into it. Oh, I see Vitalik just replied to them. And he says, wow, I didn't even realize you guys were doing zero knowledge identity reputation already. This is awesome. Okay, so you see here these companies that are very credible are still going into the space and looks like they're interested in Ethereum and Bitcoin in this case, right? Those are kind of like the two big ones. So yeah, very interesting situation. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what's, uh, what's up with that. Good, good job in terms of Ethereum for actually attracting these kind of people. So yeah, guys, that's it for this video. Um, if you're not sure how to make money in 2019, I really recommend you guys consider learning smart contract programming. Um, right now, there are these companies, like you saw Cloudflare, right? They go into the crypto space. They're looking to work on Ethereum. They're calling out the Ethereum researchers. So there are these companies that are hiring developers that know smart contract programming. And these companies will pay you anywhere from eighty-five dollars to $145,000 a year to help them build dApps, integrate with Ethereum, and become part of Web 3.0. So if you're interested in that, I made a webinar that shows you, even if you have zero programming experience, it shows you how to start and learn programming, learn HTML, CSS, all the way up to smart contract programming and get a job as a developer. Um, this is actually what I did when I was 18 after high school. I didn't have a degree. I didn't have anything fancy, but I learned uh, mobile app programming, making Android apps. And I made mobile apps that made they got millions of downloads. And they weren't the best apps in the world. They were pretty buggy, but they got the job done. 
So I'd like to show you how you can do that and how you can do it with blockchain because right now blockchain is the big wave. Back then Android apps was the big wave. Now the next trend is dApps. And also I was able to get a really prestigious job in the military, the Israeli military, like a really cool uh, programming job. So I'd like to show how you can get a job as well. I have some guides about how to get a job, how to work at Google, some interesting stuff. So if you're interested, link in the description, make sure to check it out. And uh, yeah, if you enjoyed the video, leave a like and subscribe and much love guys. I'm really happy with the way things, uh, the way 2018 turned out for me, even though financially I have less money now than I did in January. I'm still really happy with the way things turned out. I now have you. I now have something that I love doing. I love making these videos. So I feel extremely grateful and blessed. So uh, Merry Christmas. Much love. See you soon. Bye-bye.